The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong. As she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I am Maria Retan, and it's great to be here with you today. I'm so glad you can make the time to join me and listen in to Purse Strings. You can catch us right here every Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, do good brands, do they capture more share of mom? Um, In my reading this past week, I found it interesting. I kept stumbling across companies that were announcing some kind of do good partnership. Crystal Light was one of them. Uh, They're launching a waterway challenge to draw attention to the global need for safe drinking water. And um, they're, of course, uh, suggesting that people add crystal light to their H2O and, of course, that it will make it all the more delicious. Now, what they're encouraging people to do is drink two more glasses of water each and every day. They're partnering with the Global Water Challenge which is a coalition of leading organizations that work to provide access to safe drinking water and sanitation. And Crystal Light really wants to draw attention to that very important issue. Um, They kicked off a tour in about five or six markets, and they're also, of course, driving people to try what they call their convertibles, those little delicious things that you put into a bottle of water. So clearly they're trying to sell product, but at the same time, one would hope that they're wanting to really bring uh, serious attention um, to this issue of safe drinking water. Now, it seems like everybody and their brother is partnering up with Susan G. Coleman, and Mott's is just the latest one to do that. Those are the, of course, the applesauce folks. They're launching the Pink to the Core limited edition Mott's Plus applesauce and healthy harvest applesauce available through October. And they are also going to donate more than $300,000 to Susan G. Komen, which, of course, are the pink ribbon uh, breast cancer um, cure folks. And it seems like everyone's kind of jumped on that bandwagon. So the question I was wondering is, you know, is this really helping companies to kind of have that do-good partnership with very worthy causes? Well, I did some research, and way back when, PR Week did um, kind of dug a little bit deeper into this topic uh, back in 2006, and I would think that probably this data is still pretty relative today. They went out and they conducted a cause survey with Barclay PR and took a look at more than 200 adults uh, really concentrated on Gen Y, Gen X, and baby boomers. And what they were trying to find out is what companies do they admire for doing good and whether or not um, they believed that these companies were really doing good 
and they were going to reward them with their business. Topping that list, of course, was Microsoft. Imagine that. Target and Walmart, even though Walmart has had its challenges, were up there, as well as McDonald's for its Ronald McDonald House charities, YoPlay and Avon. And, of course, Newman's Own and Ben and Jerry's were in the top the top eight as well. And cause-related marketing, of course, is big business. Um, studies have shown, including this particular study, that two-thirds of Gen X and Gen Y consumers do vote with their checkbooks. And they do purchase one brand over another because they know that it supports a cause that they, you know, they're really passionate about. The survey showed that Gen X was a little bit more skeptical of that, wondering if companies were really motivated because of the cause or if they just wanted to make some money off of it. And um, really half of boomers believe that most companies do follow ethical business practices. So boomers were a little bit more trusting about that. Now, when there was a celebrity attached, you know, for some reason, uh, that that number went up. And it's because celebrities tend to make the, the product and the company a little bit more personal. Um, for many, many of the survey respondents, at least 70%, it was important for the head of the company to be visible when supporting a cause or a charity, which I thought was also interesting. And the more you can own a cause uh, and be aligned with that cause, the more payoff you're going to get. And uh, a lot of respondents say they really want to know why that company chose that particular charity. So you need to be able to make that connection between the company and the charity. And theoretically, you'll be rewarded for that. Well, enough about do good brands. Let's talk a little bit about Coach Queens. The Coach Queen is our purse profile for the day. There's over 1.5 million of these women in her mid 30s. She's got about, you know, a little over two children in the home, making more than $115,000 for household income. And her friends are really influenced by her, as, sto- as is the store environment in which she shops. She reads a ton of magazines like O oh, and Martha Stewart Living, Traditional Home Met Home, People Shape and Parenting. She's online at eBay, Amazon.com, iVillage, and Disney. And she's also uh, watching HGTV, the Food Network, TLC, Disney, and Nickelodeon. Because, again, this is a mom who has kids in the home. Uh, So you're going to be able to find her through magazines and online, through entertainment and news portals as well. Well, my guest for this program certainly knows about Reaching Mom. Taya Wagner is the founder of Mom on the Go Network and hosts a regular webcast that helps mom take control of her often out-of-control life. Taya is going to talk a little bit about Mom on the Go and also how she connects with women every day. So stick around. More purse strings when we return. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local pages affiliate network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that T-Shot. Use the power of local pages. With over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings, let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with LocalPages.com. 
Hey, affiliates, do you find it a challenge monetizing traffic from the UK, France, or India? You need offers that will appeal to all of your visitors, no matter where they come from. AdsMarket.com has met this challenge and has turned it into a science. AdsMarket.com gets results for publishers and advertisers with a winning formula. The combination of offers, worldwide traffic, and AdsMarket's up-close and personal media management is exactly the boost needed to monetize international audiences. AdsMarket.com, the science of performance. Did you know? 99designs is the leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Fired up with Gordon Rudo. Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Taya Wagner, founder of Mom on the Go Network and the host of a very fun webcast um, that airs regularly on momonthego.net. Taya, welcome to the show. Hi, Maria. Great to be on Purse Strings. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you. For those uh, uninitiated out there who don't know about Mom on the Go, can you just share a little bit about Mom on the Go Network and then, of course, what you do on the webcast? Sure. Uh, Mom on the Go is really a web-based edutainment resource for today's busy moms. We currently produce two to three webcasts per month, and it's really the topic is kind of the adventures of motherhood. And um, I just think that if moms are feeling it and thinking it and doing it, that we should be talking about it. Well, and I would imagine that you have quite a bit to talk about. I mean, you you started Mom on the Go back in 2004, and you've been talking to Mom ever since. What was it about 2004 and maybe that timing that led you to launch the network? You know, in 2004, I had already had a small business um, for a couple years. It's like many moms who, after we have kids, we're looking for a different work solution for ourselves, and... As I moved into a different stage of parenting and in my career, I was looking for a way to be there for my kids and for my family and still have work opportunity for myself. And so um, in 2004, we started presenting um, programs for moms outside of mom's clubs. If you, if you happen to be in a mom's club or you are familiar with them at all, those are really kind of grassroots, organic Moms clubs that do their own programming, whether it's Moms Night Out or something like that. But really before that time in our area, there wasn't much programming offered outside of a moms club by a business. And so we really found a niche in order um, for us to be providing programming for those moms, whether it was centered on uh, wellness lifestyles or decorating around the home some fitness classes, things like that. We were the first ones in our area really to present those opportunities outside of the Moms Club. And it was a great opportunity for me to be able to be in my community and be connected and be in the market and to have a small business. 
kind of the best of both worlds, clearly. And then, I mean, for two years you were connecting uh, with that mom, but then in 2006 you kind of went in just a little bit of a different direction. Can you talk about what happened then? Sure. You know, for a couple of years we were doing really, really well in local programming. Um, but what we found was that attendance had started to drop off a bit. And so, like any business, we're asking why. And so the first thing we did was talk to our customers and find out, you know, why aren't you able to come as much as you were before? And um, we began to hear and to see a new trend. And the new trend was that of a new lifestyle model, if you will, um, of the overscheduled family. You know, when we first started, the concept of being on the go was brand new. And now it's the norm. Who, what mom isn't on the go? So this market is shifting, I think, faster than most businesses can keep up with it. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I love being in small business, because I can turn on a dime and I can provide what the market is asking for within a week. And they were asking for web programming, and that's exactly where we went. Well, and it's interesting talking about turning on the dime. I mean, you do have the flexibility because you do on your own uh, on show, and uh, you don't have to go upstairs and employ someone to, you know, give you more money or give you additional skills or give you a co-host. Um, it's about that time that you did add a co-host. Am I right? I did. Uh, my co-host, Maura Stubley, she's a dear and close friend of mine, um, I first met Maura when I was looking for an educator to review a parenting book that I was writing. And uh, Maura, is, uh, her background is in finance, but she has a master's in parent education. And so she was a licensed parent educator when I first met her. And so Maura's a real interesting combination. She offers the compassion of an educator, but also the accountability of a finance person. And that's really mm-hmm. kind of what parents need is we need that compassion but we also need someone to say, hey, you know, let's keep the right things in mind here. Um, she'll also be the first to tell you that she's a little ADD, and so you hear the quick, the quick pace of our show. But frankly, that helps us keep an entertaining pace on the show. So it's, it's cute. Oh, well, she's, she is a great co-host, and together you guys are a dynamic duo. And you said, you know, you have a lot of contributors, and uh, and she was one of your contributors at the time before you made her a co-host. Talk a little bit about some of your co- contributors and how you actually find these these various people to help you do what you do. Sure. You know, I'll say with the exception of probably the two Uh, stay-at-home dads that we have for listeners. Um, Of course, you know, we are in the women's market, and even more specifically, we're in the mom market. And so we are always looking for women in our own community who are contributing to healthy family lifestyles. That's really our mission is to support those healthy family lifestyles. And they have to be moms. And for us, they need to be local. We want them to be local. We want to be able to sit down face-to-face and have those conversations Um, And we look for moms who have a story to tell that we can all learn from. And we always ask ourselves, you know, are our listeners going to get something out of this show? And if so, what is it going to be? Everyone is so time-starved now. Again, on the go is the mainstream. So it has to be worth her time, and it has to be of value to her. And so those are the types of contributors that we look for um, that can deliver some gold nuggets and help her. 
Mm-hmm. I am just curious. You know, you had said before back in 2006 you had gone out to your listenership and and said, hey, you know, um, what what's not working for you? Why has this dropped off? I'm curious. Have you done something like that recently? And do you do kind of that gut check with your audience to make sure that those contributors are delivering on the things that they really want? Is that kind of how you, you gauge, you go direct to the moms to get their feedback? Or do you look at more... Um, maybe more tangible, even more tangible things like website traffic and listenership? Well, we do, of course, watch our website traffic. But I think, um, you know, we spend a lot of time in our market, with our market. So an example of that is last weekend we taped a show at the St. Francis Hospital Baby Fair. And so I'm immersed in hundreds of mothers. And so always the questions of, you know, what are you learning about? What are you curious about? What are you... I'm always, you know, you just got to keep your finger on the pulse of that market and be in it rather than trying to survey it. I think um, even with focus groups and things like that at times that what people say they do and what they actually do can be two very different things. And so one thing that I strive for is always sitting in the market face-to-face because moms um, love to share and they are want to be heard and um I think that that's just the best way to get that information. Mm-hmm. I am curious. You know, you you said be in the market, don't just survey it. And I think that's just brilliant. And I'm curious, what were some of the more interesting, maybe even surprising things that you've discovered by really being in the market that maybe you wouldn't have figured out had you not been face-to-face with that, that woman? Um, you know, I think lately with the economy – as it is, what we're learning from moms is that moms who have maybe committed to being full-time stay-at-home for this period of time are heading back earlier than I thought they would. Um, And so, you know, the recent shift that we've seen is even the moms clubs that we would spend time in where they were predominantly stay-at-home moms are now almost all part-time workers. And so that was a revelation to us. And, you know, to me, that's like, okay, we need to start getting some more programming in on how are you going to balance this? Where are you finding childcare? What's your network look like? How many hours a week do you need to work? Um, and find her more support about managing that. And so that's kind of one of the most recent surprises we've had. Yeah, and and that makes perfect sense considering what's going on in the economy, as you said. And, of course, you probably take some cues from your own life. You're a busy mom. You've got um, a number of children that you're balancing not only with uh, what you're doing with Mom on the Go, but, of course, you know, you, you have other jobs, too. Can you talk a little bit about how your children have influenced you with the work that you're doing with Mom on the Go? Sure. My children uh, continue to school me all the time. Uh, my <laughs> oldest is 16, and he definitely is breaking me in on all um, aspects of motherhood. But I think, you know, in terms of what, what they help me bring to Mom on the Go is they give me the context, they give me the experience, and they continue to teach me about myself every day. I think if you're in the mom market, you have to have your feet on the ground spending time in that community walking the talk. Um, Of course, you can't have a mom's show and not be a mom. I kind of look at how Oprah has tried to handle that, and all she can really say is, I've never been a mom, but it looks really hard. And I think, you know, moms can see through, um, through all of that. And that's one reason, I think, why corporate 
transparency is so vital in this mom market um, because we have our radars up, and being moms, our radars seem to even be stronger. So they have really um, given me the experience to be able to speak to. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure they'll keep on giving because you have teenagers. So you get kind of the double experience, I'm sure, having older, you know, a little bit younger child and some older children as well. Um, Well, we're going to take a quick break, Taya, and then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the secret to to reaching women listeners. You've talked a little bit about that already, about being in it, not just surveying it, but we'll take a deeper dive. More on that when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers. Weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card. XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone, as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on Target. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. First Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I'm joined today by Taya Wagner, founder of Mom on the Go Network, where she hosts a regular webcast. You can check it out on momonthego.net. And we've been talking quite a bit uh, today about uh, why uh, Taya launched Mom on the Go and how she really listens to her target audience, mainly moms, about what they want to hear. Um, And I'm assuming, Taya, that that you're listening and you're putting it into effect quite successfully because here you are five years after you launched and you're still going strong. Can you talk a little bit about your listenership and what has been their response to programming overall? 
Sure. Um, you know, again, we are a small business, and so our audience tends to fluctuate quite a bit depending on the amount of marketing that we're doing because um, being, with, being a small business the size we are, we can't really afford to have a continued um, ad presence. And so, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Um, but we average probably just about 1,000 listeners, and while most of them are local here in the Twin Cities, um, one of the fun things to have been watching here is that we've gained some moms around the world. And, um, you know, being in Minnesota, growing up in Minnesota, one of the fun things that they do is make fun of our Minnesotan accents. <laughs> and, um, but the response has really been great. You know, when we launched the webcast, we were, I was just following my gut. I didn't really know what was going to happen, but I knew I wanted to give it a try and I had nothing to lose. And so the response has been great. Um, the moms love the flexibility of a webcast. I think even, you know, when we talked about earlier in tracking website um, traffic, it was really interesting initially to see when these moms were listening. And so what we've been able to find out here is that 98% of our listeners tune in between 9 p.m. and 1 a.m. And if you're a mom, you know that's after everybody's in bed and you finally get a little bit of time to yourself. Absolutely, and I would say that a lot of small businesses probably can't say that 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. is a hot time for them, but but you certainly can. Right. I, I think for the, the purposes of this listenership, we have a wide variety of people who listen in. Some of them are owners of small to mid-sized businesses, and you talked about the flexibility of having your own business, what it affords you, how it allows you to kind of turn on a dime, um, how it allows you to really connect with your local community. What other things would you say to small business owners, especially those seeking to reach women, might be some good good tips for those guys and women. Sure. I think, you know, I think there's a couple of things, Maria. I think, first of all, the key is just being real. Um, when we try and pretend to be something that we're not, it's, we can't sustain that. And, and our market knows it anyway. You know, women have ultra radar. They're picking up on it anyway. So I think just being real is... Um, is really important. I think most companies underestimate this customer, especially moms. Today's moms are so much more sophisticated than I think that they get credit for. Um, you know, there's still a few companies out there who are still doing things like trying to sell us pink electronics. And I just feel that that's really dumbed down. Um, moms and women, number one, we are the market. Number two, we're leading edge. And we can make or break um, these products and these companies at times, um, and it's hard when you when sometimes you feel like a company is treating you like you're 12 if you're trying to always sell me pink products. Um, the other thing I think that they're looking for is right now specifically is corporate responsibility and transparency. Take Johnson and Johnson's kind of recent mommy blogger battle. Um, they admitting to using some toxic chemicals in their baby soap, and the mommy bloggers. Uh, made us think about it, and Johnson and Johnson came back with uh, these are safe level statement, and the damage was already done. But you can kind of see how the mommy bloggers had power and rose, um, and were certainly able to raise awareness around the t- the topic of this happening. Um, but moms really just want you to do the right thing, even if it costs you a little bit more. 
and they'll reward you. You know, at the top of the show, I was talking a little bit about do good companies and, you know, how much merit does it work with mom that you your company does good. And uh, some of the survey results definitely bore out the fact that women are looking for companies that are wanting to do the right thing, not only ethically, um, but also, you know, for their own communities doing the right thing, giving back. Are you, do you see that a lot, especially since you are so connected to your community here in the Twin Cities, that women are really looking for those companies that are trying to do good where they live? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, even a further uh, mention of that in even a more specific niche market is in food. And looking at um, are these companies, you know, practicing sustainable farming? Um, what are you putting on my food? Because I'm feeding this to my child and getting to, I know a lot of moms now who are shopping directly at the farm and getting to know the people who are growing and raising their food. And so, you know, if, if they're willing to drive an hour to get to a dairy farm to um, buy beef and milk and things like that, they are highly invested. Yeah, that's remarkable. That is really remarkable. And and here in the Twin Cities, clearly, we have some fabulous farming communities um, all around us. And so that might be perhaps a little bit easier for folks here in the Twin Cities right. instead of, say, L.A., <laughs> for example. Yeah. But yeah, I think women's awareness, to your point, is clearly high. And they're looking for partners who can make them feel smart and make good choices. And I think that's really the learning here with what you're saying. Um, you talked about evolving a little bit. You evolved in, you know, two years after you launched. And you're, you're still evolving, um, especially now that you've learned about kind of the economic impact on your listenership and their need to go back to work. What do you think would be next for Mom on the Go? You know, Maria, we're really at an interesting point in time. Things are changing, and they're changing fast. And, um, you know, for Mom on the Go, I think Maura, my co-host, and I would love to take this show to video, um, perhaps even television, but I'm not um, afraid to admit that we need help in that, that a shift like that takes um, some definitely more work and some funding. And, um, you know, that's in the, in the long run where we'd love to see ourselves go. Um, and I really do believe that the universe supports things that have good intent. So I have faith that wherever we're supposed to go, that Maura and I will just be there to greet the experience. <laughs> I love that positive attitude, Taya. You're just a remarkable woman. And can you tell everybody again where they can hear your webcast and learn more about Mom on the Go? You bet. It's www.momonthego.net. And um, and you do a regular webcast. Do you want to kind of throw out um, the times for those? You know, we try and post. We, we pre-record. Um, we try and post at least every two weeks. And uh, if people visit our website and hop on our mailing list, we just uh, send out a notice saying, hey, there's been a new show posted so that people don't need to have to, uh, you know, go back and look. And so we send out a little notification. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Taya, thank you so much for taking thank time you. out of your busy day since you're a mom on the go to spend a little bit of time with me today. Thanks. And for everybody out there, a reminder, it's mom on the go.
Thanks to George, my producer, for another great show. Join me next week for another edition of Purse Rings. I'll be speaking with author Bridget Brennan, who's the CEO of Female Factor and the author of an upcoming book, Why She Buys, A New Strategy for Reaching the World's Most Powerful Consumers. That's next Tuesday right here at 3 o'clock Eastern. Until then, thanks so much for joining me today. Make it a great one. 